Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Recording in progress. Another episode of Inside the Closet. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey. How you doing, Matteo? Good. My sound sounds better, everyone. I fixed it. Yes, your sound does sound good, and you are glowing as a human being. Thank you. Thank you. No big deal. Thank you. Was it the um, weekend in P-Town? Did you get to rest, or were you working the whole time? Yeah, I actually did get to rest. I, I So I did shows in P-Town, and I, I think out of the four, three were sold out, so it was a Great. success. Great. Every audience was wildly different, but good. Um, and I really enjoyed myself. Although it rained, and I... Everyone was like, if you're going to go to P-Town, you're going to get the Delta variant. So I just kind of like stayed in my hotel, mm. which was a nice hotel. Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm not so exciting. I wish I had some sort of story, like like something I got blown on the ferry or some shit. It's like that I would just be exciting. stay in my hotel. Yeah. I, I did buy all of my food and bring it so that I could make it in the hotel. Let but me tell you, made- <laughs> love to hear it. I think that stuff, I personally, look, we might not, we're, we're in our thirties and we're not hiding it and we're trying to be healthy and well, we're trying to look good and be healthy. I really want to feel healthy. (laughs) That's my, that's my thing right now is I can tell when I wake up, like if I'm like feeling like, like, cause if I've been eating like tons of shit and not even like stuff that's like bad for me, but like chemically like power bars and all that stuff, trying to move away from it. I feel in the morning. So you had to have all these fucking power bars for the fucking boat ride that you have to take a plane, a Mm -hmm. small plane, which I didn't buy economy as I didn't buy main or whatever. I bought the shitty seat. Yeah, I was literally in the toilet and the plane rides only 30 minutes. And then you have to take a cab, then a cab to a ferry. It was kind of funny, though, because literally there's only gay people in P-Town. I didn't know how to get to the ferry. I just saw a bunch of gay people, and I walked up and I said, are you guys going to P-Town? They're like, what gave it away? Yeah. And they, like, showed me how to go to P-Town. They're like, follow us. Wait, you took a small – You so you flew from New York on a small plane? Yeah, New York to Boston. Okay. I didn't then- want to take the four-hour train. I don't like trains. I love a train. I'm not into trains because first of all, it's, I panic to get the tr- with the number and the thing, and then you get on the train and then you got to find the right seat, and then someone's gonna sit next to you, and there's not. A, ugh, I don't like, and then you're stopping, and this is my stop, and then you get. I just then you get off the train station, and those are chaotic, and no, I'd rather just go to JFK. Here's my Delta. Walk right. in, sit in the Delta lounge. Get some meals, hang out, go on a plane, watch Survivor. Have your routine. Yeah. So here's where I fuck up on the plane. I was spending, after I got audited, I was looking at all my finances. I used to spend so much money taking, because I fly out of Newark, which if you haven't been to the area, so it's like New York City, Newark's like an hour out. So I'm taking like a $120 taxi, $120 taxi. So a flight to Boston that's like 100 bucks, all of a sudden I'm spending an absurd amount of money on the taxi. So I was like, oh, I need to just... Either take a train. If I say I'm going to do the take a train to the airport, it's like, yeah, but will you really though? No. So I've been doing Amtrak on like play, to boss. I've done the You're Amtrak like Joe to Boston. Biden. Yeah. He takes Amtrak. Did I tell you what happened to me last time I was at Newark where that mom was like screaming in line? No. I hate, Newark's okay, a wild I'm, place, guys. Newark is 
absolute gutter trash. It's a terrible airport. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible airport. So I disagree, but it's only because I know it so well. I know that motherfucker like the back of my hand. Well, I know one area like the back. I know one store like the back of my hand. I know where the Cheez-Its are at the shop, but I know... I know Newark well. I know the different like ports. Also, I just realized Delta. Why did they call it the Delta, the Delta variant? Like, did any companies get a heads up when they're like, "Hey, heads up, brace yourself"? You know what I mean? Well, if any, if they were going, they're doing it the the Greek alphabet. So Alpha, uh, Beta, Gamma, Delta, Beta, it. whatever the hell. But I mean, really, what they should have done is just called it United. Been they like should have called it Spirit. I mean, did you, did you see what happened? Can you imagine? Spirit Airlines canceled like 2,000 flights over the past four days and just left people completely stranded. And the CEO is being interviewed and he's just like, well, uh, you know, we're really upset too. Are you? Why'd they do it? Are you upset? Why'd they do it? People I don't know. Fine. I guess they're like short staff. Um I don't, I actually don't know. Staffing is a thing right now because there's still unemployment. So it's like, there's like help wanted signs everywhere. Yeah. And you're like, we can't hire someone. We can't hire anybody. And it's like, well, or you could, you'd have to pay more than what the minimum wage is. And then you could, and you're like, well, anything but that. Last time I was at Newark, um, I forget where I was flying to, but I rarely go, but I had to go. So I walk up, I'm waiting in line. And okay, this is one of these moments where there's, it's essentially a heckler. It was a, trashy mom you know one of these moms that's like just kind of always talking mm. like that's what we do kids we better that's it we better oh jesus fucking christ jesus kids shut up you know like that kind of mom right so we're standing in line and for some reason our line wasn't moving and it was annoying i was annoyed everyone right. else was like running past you our line was just stuck and so she, the whole but the whole time i'm not joking the whole time oh so look at everyone else moving Look at them going. Why the fuck aren't we going? Right. Next to two, like a seven to eight year old. Well, what the fucking Christ? Are we going to move it along? Are we moving it along? Are we not moving it along? And in my mind, I'm like, this fucking bitch better shut up. But also, I agree with everything she's saying. I was just going to say. Weird feeling because she was really rude, really inappropriate. And, but I agreed with everything she's saying. Right. She got kicked out of line. Did she? Mm-hmm. Something happened and they were like, you need to leave or whatever. <laughs> she was like, she was I, like, come on, kids. Because if we wanted to go anyway, and you're like, all right, bye, mm-hmm. lady. If it was, if it wasn't her, then it probably would have been. That's like, it's like, it's like when someone's being really obnoxious, but you agree with them, then you're like, all right, you're making the package look bad for the whole team when you say it like that. But because then they're not going to answer any of the any of the questions. Maybe she just lost her mind having kids because sometimes. My cousin said when she had three kids that were all like, you know, one, two, and four, she was like, I'm just talking to the kids all the time. I don't know how to even be around adults. Cause she's like, I just, I'm always clocking the kids. She was talking to the kids like it. I mean, at one point she said, I gotta go cause I need to smoke. And the seven year old was like, mom, don't smoke. And she's like, that's, it was really stressful. It was stressful. It was one of those moments where like, I'm not having kids. I can't, I'm not having kids. But it was weird because I really hated her. I was like, she's being so loud. She was being so rude to the staff. I hate when people are being rude to the staff. I hate when people are rude to waiters. I hate when people are rude to phone operators. I hate when people are rude to, you know, sometimes I'm rude to- I've been rude to phone operators. I'm not gonna lie. Well, I've been rude to people who are rude to like someone at Starbucks, for example. Like if we're waiting in a long line and the, actually my cousin Brian did this once. He was waiting behind this woman in line at Starbucks. It was like 6 a.m. And the woman was already a, 
like a, a monster. And then she picked up her drink and she she slammed it back down, and said, it's not heavy enough. Make it again. No. And Brian, my cousin Brian's like, it's 6 a.m. Why are you such a cunt? Because obviously the people who work there couldn't say anything. Yeah, also, right. All you have to say to the staff, the young girl working, is be like, I'm so sorry. I feel like this is not right. Could you remake it again? And they'll be like, yeah, we'll make it again. What a bitch. Yeah. There was, remember that guy that you, you and Patty got into a yeah, fight with? Yeah, yeah. We were in line at the place. Yeah, at the rental place. And this guy was like, did he, what did he do? Did he cut us? I think he was trying to cut us and he's like, I'm busy. And we were both like, motherfucker, excuse us. Like, you're busy. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, he surely could have been more busy, but it was the way he did it. Also, there were no other people in line. It wasn't a long line. He literally just walked in front of us and was like, I've had a long day. And we were like, it's it's about to be a lot longer. You were like, you don't know me from Moses. That's when I lie. I'll be like, I'm pregnant. You want to hear something so awkward that just happened? Yes, please. It's my cousin's birthday, my beloved cousin who I love, and I forgot it was her birthday, but she just wrote me and said, did you send me a gift? Someone must have sent your gift, and no, I didn't. So now I have to write back and be like, no, it was from someone else, and I didn't send you a fucking gift. Shit. Well, how old is she? Oh, she's amazing. She's she's like, a, I would, she's a friend, too. She's no, but how old is she? She's probably turning 30. Because she doesn't need a gift. If you're, she, uh, how about this? Let's talk about this. If you're celebrating your birthday after 21, you're an asshole. No, but she's just doing it. She's going to my show. She, I've got a show tonight, so she's going to bring some friends to the show and then like have dinner first. I'm not, and she didn't even, she was like, don't feel, I was like, I can't go to dinner. I have another show before it. And then I was like, but I'll stay afterwards. So they're just going to come to the comedy club. And I was going to get her flowers and give them to her at the comedy club, but I didn't, I don't know who sent her a gift. What's the worst birthday that you've ever been to? You know, I've never, let me see. <sighs> the worst one I've ever been to. I'm trying to think if I've been to any crazy 21 year old birthdays. I feel like in, oh, I know. Ones where it's like, it would be like someone I'm dating or I have a girlfriend and they're really into birthdays. And then we have to like go do like a whole thing for their birthday. That, cause I like a small birthday. I like yeah, a small, what do you think is an appropriate way as an adult to celebrate your birthday? Just have dinner. I get 16, 21, whatever. I think but dinner like, is when great. When you're 35 and you're still like going out with a bang, do we? <laughs> but you know, some think- people just like to party too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, which I guess I, I mean, I, I remember my, my old roommate, she had a birthday. She was like, I don't want to do anything. She's like, I want to go to a, a pottery place. And she was like, and it, what? Yeah. She was like, my birthday is the only day I feel like I can like, say I want to do something like that. And I was like, I would do that any day. And we just went to this pot place where you like make mugs. And it was like me, it, it might not sound fun. It was actually really actually, fun. No, was, that actually sounds like a lot of fun. It was really fun. It was like me, her, and like two people from our work. And we were all like, this is awesome. Like they like brought us over the clay and we went in the middle of, we went whatever oh, time we went. Clay. It was whatever time we went, there were not a lot of kids there. So I think we went maybe later on a Thursday, whatever the hell it oh, was. But and you could, you would have to do it with kids because that's humiliating. See, there's kids all around normal hours. So we went some kind of weird hours and we were just in there and it was really relaxing. It was nice, actually. It's like, it's like a nice, healthy activity. I went to my cousin's daughter's birthday party in Jersey that was at a bounce like the whole place was for bouncing around. Yes, yes. And, you know, you walk in as an adult and there's just kids screaming everywhere. And I left. I had a blast. Did you? You just run and jump and bounce on stuff. I'm like, yeah, I feel like, can we, can we have like places? Remember Discovery Zone? No, we, I've heard of them. We didn't have those in Maine. They sounded so oh, yeah. fun. 
Discovery Zone was a place that you'd walk in. I wonder if they have commercials for the Discovery Zone. And I want to go to the ones I want to. I've seen those adult ones where they've got like where you can just like be jumping on tons of trampolines. That looks so therapeutic. Wait, they have those for adults? They do. I've seen I've seen um, Alex Guerrero's wife, Dee Guerrero's. I've seen Instagram put footage of her and Christina Huttage at them. And I wrote her and I said, I want in. This is a Discovery Zone commercial from the 90s. Oh, wow. And they've got them all over the place. Oh, my God. Discovery Zone birthday. If you were going to Discovery Zone for your birthday, it was heaven. And I'm sure it was just covered in germs and spit and piss and shit. But, oh, I love you just run through tunnels like a giant, like, hamster cage. I have a question, so though. Fun. So say you have a birthday party for your kid at Discovery Zone. Does that mean you're picking up the tab for all the kids? I'm sure they have a flat fee to say, like, you can do a birthday. We'll supply the cake and pizza. Let us know how many kids are going to come. Right. I mean, and, you know, it's probably, I'm guessing, 200 bucks. Okay, good. That's that's workable. It's not like something where you're like, how much is that little kid eating over there? Like, hey, Timmy, diet time or something like that. Kind of, I mean, well, the, what were the worst parties to go to as a kid? I hated going to, I don't like bowling because it was a lot of sitting and waiting. And I didn't mind bowling. to be bad. I didn't mind bowling. I didn't love the roller rink. Did you like the roller? Oh, no, I know. The worst one for me was the beach. I, if anyone was like, we're going to the beach for my birthday. When I was a kid, that was so, I would do anything I could to try to get out of it because I was so uncomfortable. I was just, I don't know if I was uncomfortable with my body because it was like developing like womanly or because I was like, oh, uh, when I was, I think it was just being overweight, honestly. Like I felt so, I was always wearing t-shirt, shorts. I didn't want to, maybe like, you're going to wear that in the water. And I'd be like, <laughs> I hated it. I'd be like, I'll go in the water when you guys have already like gone away. And I remember this, my friend, Brett Leach, he like waited for everyone to go away. And he's like, I'll go in with you. And I was like, okay. And then we both wore our shorts, shirts and shorts in the water. And I was like, oh, Emma, that's felt really safe. cute. It was so cute. I never forgot. I was like, thanks, Brett. It was very sweet of him. But I, I loved hated roll the roller rinks were the best. I was such a good rollerblader. I didn't like it. So I would just go around like fucking Nancy Kerrigan, like just living my best goddamn life loved going in circles and you would express yourself like like so you would like like let yourself do things that weren't quote unquote masculine there's no way to rollerblade in a circle not feminine i mean do you know what i mean like what are you gonna like you're only gonna look (gasps) effeminate (gasps) when you're when you're rollerblading in a circle and it's fabulous right disco lights shares believe is playing they love shares zooming by people it's just i mean it is the best way that we okay. You and I should get a group of friends together and go rollerblading. That'd be really fun. I would. I would like to go rollerblading, and I would like to go. Laser tag sounds fun. Oh, we should do laser. Wouldn't I that be fun? Love laser tag. And I remember there was a laser tag place in my mall near my house called Ranhurst. I'm sure it's destroyed. And it sounds they, very German. They yeah, das ist Ranhurst. Um, and they had my friend Brittany's uncle owned this laser zone place and they filmed me, my friend Kate Pursuti and Brittany in a video, like a, like a learning video, like mm. to teach people like how to act like before you go in, like we're like teaching you how to play or whatever. And we got paid a hundred bucks. And I thought I was a star. I remember sitting with Kate Pursuti and ran her small, getting a smoothie in between shooting, which was literally, I mean, like 
we're talking like scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of like what this production was. And her and I were like, we've made it. We made I mean, it. Next is absolutely Hollywood. We were right. chosen to do this. Right. This is it. We're, this is our calling. It's the big it's break. It's like a video of me like trying to sneak by not looking gay. I would love to see that video footage. Oh, if anyone has it for some reason, just just like super skinny Mateo with braces, one eyebrow and just like parted hair down the middle and just sort of like sneaking by like a like a gay spy, just sort of like the laser won't get me. I'm in control of this laser. I haven't done that. That would be so fun. And it's also good exercise, too. It's actually not good exercise. Yeah, you're running around. I, I'm, I get aggressive with it. I don't think you're really running. I feel like it's just like a lot of obstacles and fog machines. Don't you have to like run like, like gotcha. I guess you can't know it because it's not there's like not space to do it. It's like a really boring version of Fortnite, essentially, is what it is. I the ones in Maine would be huge, and I only did it. Oh my god, you know what? I'm getting laser tag confused with paintball. <laughs> paintball, that is a big out. I don't think I've ever done a laser tag. Emma, they couldn't be any more different because I've never gone paintball. You've never done paintballing. No, I'm like, are you kidding me? I never could. Yeah, paintball's intense. I've never been hit with one, though. I mean, when I did it, it was like they would, like, we were doing it just kind of, we probably did it without whatever the hell we did. It, I remember doing it with my friend Harrison, and it was like like a soft version of what it was. But it was fun. And also, I, everything was hard for me because I never used to run around. So then I just well, walked. paintball is kind of fun because at the end, everyone just looks gay. Yeah, you're like, bow, 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 bow. no, you're full of different colors. Yeah, yeah everyone's the rainbow. I play paintball mode on James Bond on 007 Goldeneye. Are you playing different video games besides Fortnite now? Literally just Fortnite. And do you, so I was talking, I've, I've made an adult friend. He lives near me and we, you know, both go to similar support group, same support groups. So he was, <laughs> and he's a bodybuilder and he was talking about how he, he a lot of bodybuilders, no, he talks about how a lot of bodybuilders play video games and he was like i was thinking of doing it he's like because when i'm in a cut which means when you're trying to like lose weight he's like when i'm in a cut he's like that's something that would distract me because sometimes i'll just be sitting like thinking like i'm hungry and i was like oh god so he was like it's a good distraction um sure you know it is a good distraction it's a great way to waste time yes right but you're not wasting time because when you do it, you're getting, you're like interacting with people and then putting it up on your YouTube. Yeah, no, it is a lot of fun. Honestly, I'll be perfectly honest with you. It's Are you still putting them up on your YouTube? No, but I'm putting them up on my Instagram. Nice. Yes. But I need to start making more. Like I actually did one of me as Liza one. I did a few and then I didn't have any more ideas. Right. And then they were, they're not getting hit. You for some of the videos, like if you're like, I made one called is Fortnite gay. That one I'll put up and I'm sure it'll people will understand just because we're looking to see how gay the video game is. But outside right. of that, unless you play the game, not that interesting for people to watch. Totally. Right. They're not gonna people get it. People don't people don't give a shit. I get that. People I don't start, care about me, Emma, is what I'm trying to say. Well, no, it's the no it's the me. it's the <laughs> that's the spiral of social media posts. I'm gonna put something up, people don't care about me, no one loves me. And then waiting for another idea. Cause I was trying, I've been trying to post on TikTok a bunch more. TikTok. Now wait, tell everyone the news about that, what, what we're going to do. Oh, because we're going to do it inside I'm the closet. TikTok. Going on TikTok, but we're yes. doing inside the closet. So TikTok. as we continue to put, we're racking up a bunch of videos of us. And then Em and I will separately put up videos of our stand up. So that will be, so everyone who was messaging me 
That's the closest I'm going to get to doing TikTok. I love TikTok now. (laughs) The problem with TikTok, though, is it's so so I've been doing it where I'm like, okay, I'm going to make a couple videos a day and I'll put them up. And then usually if you do like four or five, then one of them will do well or whatever. But it's so addictive because while you're on it, you're like looking for like what other people are up to. And the way that that algorithm, I know we talked about it last time. It's so fucking good. And it's so ADD. I was on it the other day. And then when I, I like moved my phone away, I looked up at Lexi and she was looking at me and I was like, oh God, have I been on this a long time? She was like, I lost you there for a while. And I was like, ooh. I have a question for you. Yeah. Let's take a break and we'll come back. Okay, we're going to come right back. All right, we are back. Okay, so I have a question for you and I'm wondering if we can break this down. You posted a video about you dealing with a heckler Mm -hmm. on your Instagram and it was it was brutal, cathartic and funny. So many people said it was cathartic. I was so surprised that. Well, because people said that even though the things you said, I'm sure people could like read you for filth and be like, you shouldn't say these things. But there was something organic and natural about you. Like you had a shit day. You have 15 minutes to be on stage and someone right. in front of 300 people is ruining a show because of their narcissism. And you right. just snapped. And, and it this was, guy but you snapped in a way that was clever and funny. And could we listen to it? Sure. The, this guy, it was so, so that happened a couple months ago and I hadn't posted, but the guy too, he had, was interrupt. He kept interrupting the host to ask questions, which is r- like rude, like questions you could have Googled. So luckily when they started recording me for it, we caught you get to see him asking the host, like, how many more comedians? So he's asking that between people. Now, it's a it's a packed, there's probably 300 people there. He can look it up on his phone. He can do anything. So he was doing it. He was also laughing, like, hysterically. He was laughing the whole time I was on. And then after one of the jokes, he goes, that was the one good one. But he had been laughing the whole time. And then I was like, what did you just say? And then I just was like, you're a fucking asshole. I had also been sexting with Lexi, like, right up until I went on stage. So I, And you guys know I like dirty talk. So I was like, good to go. So I started, it was pretty, it, it was pretty, it was pretty funny. All right, let's listen. So you do your intro. Love Nico, Nico. Oh, I love him. Say again. <laughs> what do you say? I don't know. Um, him and then me. What was it? That's okay. I'm just so curious. It was something about the joke. I'm curious. I love how you stand. Was it something mean? Because I swear to God, what I heard was mean. Now, I'm personally having a really bad day, so that's why I think what I heard was mean. Did he say that was the one funny joke? It's okay. I agree. Was that what he said? I'm going to kill myself. It's all right. All right. It was what you said? Fuck you. What kind of sick sadistic asshole? We're we're short so kind of show. Also, the fucking audacity to ask the host how many more comedians are in the lineup when you can just Google it. Like he's your personal fucking Alexa. You really should go kill yourself. You're a bad person. I put text saying I shouldn't have joked about suicide on the copy of it. Like I hope you fucking choke on that chicken wing. He really is eating a chicken wing. I'm not being. He was. Is he into like BDSM stuff where he gets degraded? Is he a cuckold? He was cackling when I was making fun of him. I said that to his girlfriend. See, he wants to get fucked himself. 
are you looking for a daddy? Is that what this is? You're, you're a little whore and you want to get something. <laughs> I don't know, so we got this guy all figured out. You want your ass banged out to the pussy that it is. <laughs> you're a little bitch. <laughs> and daddy's home. <laughs> <laughs> Emma! It was so fun to say. And the guy was like, what I did, and it was like, he loved the attention too. So he was like cackling. Of course, he's already and making a stink. He loves this, the attention. This guy was huge. He was such a tall guy too. So it was just like, so funny to be saying that to him and having that into it too. Cause it was just I, like. I also, this is a great example, by the way, to me, this is a great example of you saying things contextually in a moment of where the audience knew the anger you were coming from and you're not actually talking about suicide. You're just right, sort right, of right. relate you're sort of teaching him a lesson and and yeah. this kind of like he so disrespected the show you the host the comics the audience oh, he was so loud. that you just went into a place because you were trying to essentially dig in where you know you right. could fuck him up. Yeah, I and it's not it hard fucking, to do. Because <laughs> also I, the other thing too is like times since I've snapped like that. That yeah, was great. That's definitely the most I because it's also tricky to do because you want to not do it where you're like being mean in a way where you're hurting someone something that other people could relate to like oh hey I'm do I have that too and you're being mean to that guy and now I feel bad. But you kept putting it on yourself too. Yes. You didn't like like you didn't actually my favorite thing you said the first thing out of all those things the first thing he says what kind of sadistic asshole wears shorts to a comedy show oh he was I not love always that, that was sh shorts and he was sprawled out like his legs were so he was sitting nah. so wide that's i also i'm like i know emma's been hanging out with me for too long the first thing she's gonna do is read this person of filth and go for their shorts you're not supposed to wear shorts at a comedy club. It's like, that's like, yeah. or no, no, wait, Especially I'm sorry. On stage. On stage. You're not supposed to wear shorts on stage at a comedy club. Well, you're and not then, supposed to not, you should dress the fuck up. Right. It's, it's okay to wear them. I mean, look, if you're in the audience, I would rather have you come to the show in shorts than not. I do think that that it's okay for the audience to wear shorts actually. Yeah. So I mean, that people dress up to go to shows as if they're like walking into the backyard to put the trash away. Right. Exactly. That's and, and so that maybe it was just like the whole package of him. You know what I mean? That's what it was where I was like, oh, this fucking guy. Like, I'm telling you, it felt fucking great. It yes. felt great. I fucking loved it. I would, you know, it was refreshing to see you because usually you're very like aware of the things you say and the things you do. Mm. And you were just like. It was almost like this episode of X-Men where Storm, like Storm has to be very cautious of how emotional she gets because her emotions are tied to her powers. So if she gets Ooh. angry, it gets cloudy. If she gets sad, it will like, so she has to be very Zen. So mm. there was one episode where she got hypnotized and was completely re like released full anger. And so like everything was turning into like terrible storms. And I'm like, ah, and she, at the end, she was like, I know I did something wrong, but it felt really good to just let go. And I'm like, Emma, it I must love have that. felt so good to let go and let this guy just have it. Actually, afterwards, I didn't necessarily feel good. Afterwards, I was kind of like in that. the moment, though. In the moment, it felt like the right. In the moment, it felt good, but then afterwards, I was like, I almost wish I hadn't gotten so sexual with him too. And I was like, I shouldn't have said I'll bang you out to his girlfriend too. Like I was like, not, not? because it was him, but because I'm in a relationship. But then I told Lexi that, and she was like, I don't care. Obviously, like you're like joking around. Yeah, I don't you know think what I mean? gives a shit. I think she probably really enjoys it. She thought also, it was kind funny. Of punk, 
kind of fun to see like your sexuality on stage too, to be like, I'm going to bang out your pussy. I'm going to bang out your ass like the pussy that it is, or I don't even know what it's I said. It's so good. I'm Just, only saying this because you posted it. So I feel Of course. Enough, like, oh, yeah, expressing. yeah. I posted it on Instagram. I put it up on TikTok. And I put a little video before, like, I'm sure this is going to get taken down. It shockingly has not. And TikTok takes things down real quick. Like any. Like you're, what? You're not allowed to say sex. So people have to code what? sex. You have to. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to say sex. You're not allowed to say suicide. So those things. And Dude, for whatever. TikTok. For whatever reason, this video is holding strong. I mean, I had a video that really where I literally just say, I, have you ever forgotten how to have sex? And then that got taken down. Well, that so, video that you posted has 11,000 views on Instagram. That's a lot. Yeah, I got, I don't know what the fuck, I, I gotta figure out how to get my Instagram up. I just gotta like, tick, tick, this is the thing with TikTok, if you guys are on TikTok, TikTok will grow quick, but then maybe I need to start posting more. It's, I think people are trying to compare apples to oranges, it's different, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think because of the algorithm of TikTok, Followers and who you follow isn't as important as it is on Instagram. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, then did I tell you, I, I, yeah. when I did Andrew Schultz's podcast, within a week, I got 16,000 new followers. Whoa, that's amazing. I mean, that's more than, and then the video I posted of our conversation, 129,000 views. Wow. That's amazing. On Instagram? On Instagram. I pretty much averaged 50 to 60,000 views on a video on Instagram. That's amazing. 130,000 views. That's Andrew Schultz, if you you should go on his podcast. You that's really more, I think you'd be really good on his show. That's more people than watch like a Tonight Show set. Mm -hmm. Media in the past couple years, everything has changed. Yeah. It's all changed. Yeah. It's, people want to watch what they want to watch. They don't want to watch what they're told to watch. So. Right. I mean, the only thing, well, everything's moving linear, like, or off linear. It's going to Netflix, Discovery, Paramount, Disney. Well, nothing's going to Disney, but you know what I mean? It's like all these like streaming shows now. So people feel like they're in more control of when they want to watch it and if they like it. There is that app Quibi, which I know we've got our own thoughts on, but the idea behind it, <laughs> you know how- From the, the beginning, I did not like- the, I didn't even like the idea of it when I was told about Quibi. It's quick bites, but it's a little bit like TikTok, where it's like quick little bites of stuff that you watch. But they were putting like a lot of money into these like intense shows where TikTok just has like, it's like someone in their basement being like, what's the problem with hot dogs? And then it well, goes because viral. I think that if you want to watch a show, go to Netflix, go to HBO. Right. Because right. there's an actual show. People do still want to sit down and watch things. Or if you're on a plane mm. or whatever. When you're traveling or on a bus or you're in bed, you just want something quick and stupid and funny you can share with your friends. This right. sort of like 10 minute serious movie happening mm. feels like an after school special. You're like, what right. is this? Right. And then it like catches you up in it too quick and you're like, what am I even, what am I watching? I mean, the amount of time I've been spending on TikTok now, I'm like, am I ever going to be able to watch a show again? Like when I sit, I don't watch shows. Like I sat down to try to watch, I sat down to try yeah. to watch a show called Feel Good because everyone's always like, you look like the person in it. So I sat down to watch it and it was fun to watch, but I haven't, other than that, I haven't sat down to watch a show since we were in lockdown. Yeah, that's why I play video games or that's why I watch YouTube. YouTube, I'm big on YouTube. I love watching YouTube. I could just, and it, the algorithm of YouTube keeps feeding. I think I've seen Mariah Carey take a shit at this point. Like I've it's, seen Mariah Carey do everything she could possibly 
fucking do. Who is posting the Mariah Carey videos? Everybody. There's just anyone who's a Mariah Carey fan. It's like 40 second clips of Mariah, like a, a rare clip of Mariah singing acapella, heartbreaker in French studio, audience clapping. And then it's just her like, heartbreaker, you got the best of me. And it's so almost like I have it. a library of Mariah Carey in my head to be like, Bing, saw it. She should start a YouTube channel. That's what uh, Will Smith does that. And he's like all about it. He's well, I mean, he was hiring. There's a while where I would be like, what's this person up to asking about comedians? They'd be like, they work for Will Smith now. He had like a squad of comedians. I Jackie Fabulous, Christy Cello. I yep. think Will yes. Miles was there. Yes. Yes. Um, a couple others. I remember asking Jackie Fabulous about Jackie Fabulous, by the way, she's on this nice show. Check her out. Oh, is she? You get her on this show. Yeah. Jackie oh, great. Fabulous is one of the, probably one of the funniest people working in college she was, right now. You might know her from America's Gut Talent. When when mm -hmm. is she going to be on the Tonight Show? Tonight. So that's August Woo! 11th on Wednesday. So it'll probably be on YouTube now. So just go look up Jackie Fabulous and and tell her we sent you. Yeah, she that's won't know so excited. Inside the closet is so just say Mateo and Emma. That's so ex good. That's exciting. Good for her. I have some dates that have moved. So if you came to see me October 8th in Brooklyn, that has now been moved to January 15th. Um, I'm no longer doing Austin, Texas. And it's because of I was doing a show in Arkansas and I was going to tag it with a show in Texas. And the COVID rates were so high, they canceled my Arkansas date. Really? So it would have been too much money for me to go to Austin or that or um, not Austin. Uh, 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 I get that. I forget the name of where it was. Um, Addison, Addison, Texas, maybe. Hold on a second. Let me look. Now I'm fucking this up. E well, this is really good, isn't it? Yeah, Addison, Texas, I can no longer do because, anyways. So I will. Oh, that's be... so sad. I know for COVID. Yeah. yeah. Um, September 10th and 11th, tickets just went on sale. I will be in Austin, Texas at the Vulcan Gas Company doing two shows. Go to MateoLaneComedy.com for tickets. September 17th and 18th, I will be in Philadelphia at the Philly Punchline. September, no, I'm sorry. Um, October 15th and 16th, I will be at the Arlington Draft House in Arlington, Virginia. And then I will be in Boston, November 12th and the 13th at Laugh Boston. And finally, San Francisco, at on November 19th and 20th, and then December 3rd and 5th, comedy off Broadway, Lexington, Kentucky. Ooh, that's exciting. Like I've never been to Lexington, Kentucky. Me neither. I'm excited to go. I am going to be in Boston August 19th through 21st at the Hideout in Faneuil Hall, and then the side room at Mr. Goodnight's in Raleigh, North Carolina, August 27th and 28th, and then Bristol, Tennessee. I'm Bristol, Tennessee, September 3rd and 4th. And then I'll be in San Francisco, September 16th, 17th, and 18th doing shows at Cobb's Comedy Club. And then I have some dates coming up in October in Michigan. And then I'll be in New York, hopefully for the rest of October. I love being in New York. I love traveling and getting to meet people and doing longer sets. I love that. But it's always nice to get to be in New York for a stretch, too. Yeah. That's nice to be home. All right. Um, thank okay. you, guys. As always, we appreciate you. Thanks, everyone. Star Bands Audio, a, podca <clears throat> a podcast network.